Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 134 of Better Regulate Than Never. I am constantly reading books and information for my coaching business and for this podcast. I love learning. One of my top five strengths is learning, and it, that's with the Clifton strengths. And if you want to know what your strengths are, there's 34. You can pay a small fee for to find out your top five, or you can pay a little bit more to get all 34. And that's on the Gallup poll site. But if you just look up Clifton strengths, you'll be able to to find that if you're interested in that. I love stuff like that. But so learning is one of my top five strengths. And so I'm constantly reading and researching and figuring things out and having a podcast and having this business is perfect for all of that because that's what I need to do. And a few weeks ago, I was looking for some journal prompts for one of my clients. We've decided that journaling will be good for her. And so I wanted to, I do better with journaling if it's not just open-ended, but I have like a question to answer and then it kind of like lets out all the stuff. So at, when I was looking for these journal prompts, I was reading this book and I came across this sentence. When I am asked what is the biggest block to creativity, I find myself answering a lack of humility. Dreams become dreams, nothing more, when we insist on their being fulfilled instantly and perfectly. What mind blown. <laughs> I had never thought about humility as something that I needed to create my dreams or do the things that I want to do. I'm going to turn my heater off. I couldn't believe that this was, that humility had anything to do with it. But now as I've read all this stuff and started researching this, it makes so much sense. If I'm not willing to go back and be a beginner at something, humbling myself, to not have all the answers, or to be new at something, then I won't pursue it. You know, after being in education for 31 years, I was considered an expert. I, well, I am an expert in those things. And people in my, in my building came to me and asked me questions. And I, they valued my opinion, and kids wanted to work with me, parents loved me. I mean, everything was amazing. And I loved being an expert in my field, starting a business that I know nothing about, creating a podcast, I don't know anything about that. And I am still in the beginning stages of these things. And it doesn't feel good. I want, I want people to be seeking me out for advice and knowledge because I'm an expert. And starting a business, starting a podcast, people don't know who you are. <laughs> And so that's been really difficult for me. And I didn't realize that humility was what I was struggling with because we think about humility kind of in different ways, but I have to have the courage to trip and fall and make mistakes and fail a bunch of times. And that's not what I was experiencing in my job because I was really good at it and I'd been doing it for so long that I didn't, not that I didn't ever fail, even after doing it for 31 years, but going to work and doing my job was easy because I knew exactly how to do it. And I didn't have to wonder about anything and I didn't have to try to figure anything out. And when people 
When we see people out there that are so amazing and successful on social media, on TV, in movies, singing artists, I mean, all this stuff, it looks easy because they've already been doing it for a while. They've already done all the falling and the mistakes and the figuring it out. And we didn't see that part because we didn't know them then. Think about famous people that we see in the movies. You know, there was a time when they didn't have all of those jobs and they were sleeping on the streets or they were working 12 hour shifts at restaurants trying to make money so that they could go to the next audition or whatever. We don't see that part because we don't know them. And so when we look at people who are famous and successful and we think, oh, well, I want that too. And then we try something and we fall down and we don't do it right. We're just like, oh, well, I guess that wasn't for me. That was so much of my problem in high school and early adulthood. I would see successful people and I would think, well, I want that too. And so then I would try something one time and it was hard or it didn't turn out or people didn't listen or pay attention or whatever. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess that's not for me. That's for that other person. Not even thinking about that that person probably didn't have anyone paying attention to them at the beginning either. The same thing happens with my podcast. People listen to it now, but I've been doing it for two and a half years. When I started out, you know, probably, well, I wouldn't say my mom listened just because she doesn't know how to listen to podcasts or otherwise she would have been one of my people. But my husband listened, my friends listen, and they still do. But now people who don't know me are listening. And that's only because I've been doing it for a while. And people have had a chance to find out that I'm doing it. And I've continually done it every single Tuesday, no matter what the entire time. So there's there's like a trust that, you know, people know that on Tuesday, there's going to be an episode that they can listen to. And there's something about that, that is comforting to people. But when I started out, people didn't know that. There are so many podcasts that start and never go past five episodes. And so, and I've experienced that with ones that I've started to listen to. And I'm like, wait a minute, where did they go? <laughs> so part of being successful is continuing to do it and do it and do it when no one is showing up or no one is listening. Because there's no way you can't become successful if you keep going. It's when we stop doing something because we can't be humble enough to be a beginner or to start at zero. And that's when it becomes difficult. And I'm willing to be bad at this to be good at it. And we have to be willing to be bad at things to get good at them. Because even the most amazing athlete didn't start out that way. Now they, I agree that there are people that are more skilled or talented just genetically about something than another person. And just like I've said about athletics and sports before, it's not going to matter how much work and how much not show how much showing up I do. I'm never going to be good at some athletic things, but I'd get better at them. And I might be able to have some, some form of success or feeling good about it. I don't care about that stuff. So of course I'm not spending my time on it, but this podcast I care about my business. I care about, I'm going to make it work. And so I'm just going to keep showing up 
and somebody's going to find out about it and they're going to say, oh, this is so great. I decided to look up the definition of humility because I was like, why have I been confused about this, that I needed humility to do new things? And the first definition I found was a modest or low view of one's own importance. Now, the modest part I get, the low view of one's person, of a person's importance, that's what I think about when I think about humility. And that's why I didn't see how it fit into success. Because if you have a low view of yourself, you're not going to, you're not going to keep going or, or be successful. But I was researching and learning and I found more information that I think is so much more helpful in this instance. So this article said that humility was a willingness to see yourself accurately, having an accurate perspective of your place in the world, having the ability to acknowledge personal mistakes and limitations, having an open mind, having less focus on oneself, having an appreciation of the value of all things. And that makes more sense about what we're talking about today. Because without humility, we might not be able to possess true knowledge or be a good learner. Because if we think we already know all of it, then we're not seeking out how we could be doing it or what is maybe a better way of doing it. Nelson Mandela argues that humility is one of the most important qualities to have as this is the only way that you can bring change into your life and into other people's lives. I love that because I'm, I've been changing my life and continue to change it all the time through this new endeavor in my life. And I want you to be able to change your life in a positive way as well. And so I have to have humility in order for this all to work. And we need to keep in mind that everyone, every person starts at zero. When we begin a new class, a new job, a new hobby with humility, we are able to be open to new learning. We are not thinking about what we already know and that we know all the answers, or we're not thinking about there's only one right way to do something. We're open to feedback from others and especially others who have more experience. That has been the most helpful to me in podcasting and in building a business is that I'm very open to, to talking to other people who have already done this and are doing it well, and they can help me make decisions or help me do things differently so that I can have the success that I want to have. One of the biggest challenges when starting something new is that we don't know what we don't know. <laughs> I always say, I know a lot about technology for people my age, but I've only taught myself the technology that I need to know. So there's tons of stuff I don't know, but I don't know that I don't know it. <laughs> I know that's like so weird, but we may have a vision for what we want to achieve, but we are we may not know the best way to get there. And really this whole forward process, I still don't know the end result. I don't know how all this will play out. I don't know how many twists and turns I'm going to take, but that's kind of fun for me. I'm excited to see what this business is going to be. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before, but when my husband and I put our trust together for our, you know, our legacy and for our families after we're gone, 
I put Better Regulate Than Never, the business, in and equal shares going to all four of our kids. Now, when when I did that, this business was nothing. But I'm I know it's going to be something and I'm willing to keep working towards it so that there is something to be left to all the kids when when the time comes and hopefully that's like a long long time from now. But I'm putting into the universe that this is a thing. So the universe has to conspire with me in order to make this happen. When we approach a new project with humility, we are willing to seek advice and guidance from others. We are willing to ask questions, even if we feel like they are stupid questions. And remember, there are no stupid questions. By doing so, we can learn from the experiences of others and avoid some of the mistakes that other people make. And that's what I'm trying to do is that I don't want to go down a long year long road. That's the wrong road. And it's okay. I mean, it's, there's no right or wrong. Like I will learn from that. But if I could go a little faster because someone went that way and said, Oh, you know, it's a dead end over there. Then I'm willing to be like, okay, I'll try this other thing. Another way that humility is essential is when starting something new is it helps you stay grounded. It's easy to get caught up in your own ideas and beliefs, but when you practice humility, it reminds you that there's always more to learn and consider. Always. Our whole lives, no matter how old we get, there's more things to learn and consider. And it allows us to approach new experiences with an open mind, which I think is really important, and willingness to listen to other people. If you are struggling to have humility, then, and I don't know if I was struggling with it, I just didn't know about it, but we need to start with something. When we start something new, we need to make the step, the, the step so tiny that we will be successful at it. So instead of telling yourself that you're going to write an hour every day, seven days a week, say you will write for five minutes, three days a week. Now, who couldn't write for five minutes, three days a week? It's it, there's, this is a no brainer. This is a fail safe idea. Now, of course, you'll maybe need to do more of that to actually get going, but, or to get to the success part. But while you're trying to figure out your humility and being humble enough to be a beginner, just start at the tiniest step. You just need to be going forward and taking action towards it because the, the amount of action doesn't matter. It's just that you're going forward towards it. You will actually get a lot more done doing it that way because if you have this grand plan that's so huge, you're going to feel like it's too much and overwhelming and you're going to stop. And then, of course, you're not making progress because you stopped. I want you to make a list of 10 things that you would like to try. And don't worry if they seem weird or if your friends are not going to like them or whatever, because it doesn't matter. You are the only person who has to think they're cool and fun or exciting. I have a client that really wants to try acting, but she thinks that all the kids in theater are weird, so she won't do it. And I am, I am so sad for her because she's missing out on trying something new because of what other people are going to think about her. I did have some fears when I started the podcast. I'm like, oh my gosh, people I know are going to listen to this. And I don't, 
I mean, it's embarrassing or, you know, maybe they're going to think I'm weird or maybe they're going to not remember it the same way, or maybe they're going to, I actually, the one I mostly worried about was my ex-husband listening to it because I thought he's going to be thinking, well, that's not who she is, or she thinks she's doing all these things or whatever. And it doesn't matter because I'm doing this for me and I'm doing this because I feel good about it. And this is part of my journey in my life. And it doesn't matter what other people think. So I want you to, to make a list of 10 things that would be exciting to you, something new, all sorts of things. And then I want you to pick something on there that you are going to try. And then I want you to take a tiny step towards it. So if you want to learn a new language, download a free app and take one lesson. Create an easy schedule that you will be sure to follow like one lesson a week. That's so easy to figure out how you would schedule that into your time. You can always do more than you plan, but you can never do less than you plan. If you always wanted to write a book, you can start today by writing for five minutes and set a timer, write until the timer goes off. And you will probably find that five minutes is easy to do. And you could probably do it every day, but just to make this so easy, there's no way you're going to fail five minutes, four days a week, write it on your calendar. It's an appointment. You have to do it when that time comes up in your calendar. And you'll probably find that you're going to give yourself more time to do it, but don't do less than what you plan to do. Julia Cameron says that when trying something new, you should have a believing mirror. Now, this is a person who mirrors back to you your creativity, your capability, and cheers you on to keep going whatever you're trying that's new. I can be one of those people. A life coach is a believing mirror. And I hope you have people in your life that are doing this anyway, that are you know, in your home or in your, at your work or whatever. I hope you have several someones that are like this. And I do have these people in my life, but sometimes you want a neutral person, somebody who's not someone who doesn't love you. Somebody who now, of course I love everyone, but somebody who doesn't literally love you because you're in their family or you're their best friend or whatever you need neutral people. And so I, help people do that. I help young people stop worrying so much. I help young people find their bravery and start doing things that they never thought they could. I have had clients go back to in-person school when they were too afraid before. I have had clients go on a job interview when they were too terrified to talk to anyone in person before. I've had clients be able to calm themselves from a panic attack over text because we have a great relationship. When you realize that you are brave and you're not afraid of your emotions anymore, you're going to find that your world is going to get so big in a good way because you are willing to do so many more things than you were before. I would love to be your life coach. Just contact me on social media. You can go to my website, I have my email there. If you go in the show notes, ways to contact me are there. 
go to my YouTube channel. I'm starting to record these in video. So uh, go there if you haven't had a chance to see me in action and see me in my office. Because if you decide to work with me, this is exactly what working with me would be like. Are you ready to find out what you can actually achieve? I would love to help you find out. Talk to you soon.